Welcome into the Michael Wall Show. We got a great show for you today. I want to talk about something that is, I think, one of the most powerful conversations that as parents and grandparents, we need to be having with our kids today and we need to be thinking about today. And that is the question, really, of who are raising or who is raising your children. Uh, if you thought about it this way, you're like, what do you mean who's raising my kids? I'm I'm raising my children. Of course, I mean, I'm at home all day. I'm raising my kids. It's me. Well, I got to tell you that it may not be you. You know, there's been some studies done and some things uh, talked about today. We all know that gaming and YouTube and TV and media has overtaken our culture in many, many ways. And I'm going to unpack that on the show today because I think there's some statistics and thoughts that you definitely want to be knowing so that way you can hopefully reevaluate your conversation of how you parent your children. You know, we look at our culture today and we see, man, kids are just not listening the way they used to. We see a generation that's disrespectful to elders and older people. We see a generation that just is not um, trying maybe the ways that, that we used to try as far as work ethic and sports and all of these things. And I'm not saying gaming as a whole is bad, but I am saying the quantity of media that kids are intaking is a problem. And it is the responsibility of the parents and the grandparents to come alongside to aid in raising this future generation in the ways that are the right way to help them kind of grow in a way that they know who they are as a person and really grow and walk into their purpose. Before we jump fully into the show, I want to take a minute and just say thank you to the sponsors of the show. Obviously, the companies at Wall Private Wealth, U.S. Private Wealth, Wall Lehman, all companies designed to help families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So if you got questions about financial situations or tax structures or, or business coaching, head over to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Great team, great people there you can connect with. If you're listening to this via podcast, I want to let you know that we are doing full recording now and have for a little, a couple weeks in our full studio in the office. And you can find our channel by just heading over to YouTube. Uh, also, Facebook, the Michael D. Wall page on both YouTube and Facebook. And you'll be able to watch some of the videos, not just from the Michael D. Wall show, but also for the Invest Well show. A lot of great conversations and topics we're having to help you in life along the way. Well, I want to bring this article out. This was. Excuse me, from the Washington Post. This was a, a report, a study, really, that was done back in 2019. Now, obviously, it's a little bit. If, if we looked at the the screen time, right? How much time kids are spending on the screen? If we looked at that in relation to what those numbers would be through the pandemic, obviously, those numbers are probably way up because kids are staying at home, they're not in school, and all of these things. But if we take a look at pre-pandemic, so this is 2019, this is interesting. It is from the Washington Post. Listen to this. It says, on average, uh, American 8 to 12-year-olds, so kids that are 8 to 12 years old, spent an average of 4 hours and 44 minutes on screen media each day. Now, teens, teenagers, averaged 7 hours and 22 minutes Per day. So think about this for a minute. So your eight to twelve year olds in America, kids that are eight to twelve years old, spend an average of four hours and forty four minutes a day on media screens, and teenagers spent seven hours and twenty two minutes a day on media. Now this is important to know. This is not including. This does not include the time spent using the screens for school or homework. 
Think about this for a minute. So if you sleep eight hours in a day, or whatever the time frame is, if you have a teenager, maybe they sleep 14 hours a day, <laughs> I don't know. But if you sleep for eight hours, right, you go to bed at nine or 10 o'clock at night, you get up at six in the morning, whatever it is, and then they go to school, they do their thing. We're talking about teenagers are spending seven hours and 22 minutes a day on average on screens. And eight to 12-year-olds are spending four hours and 22 minutes a day on screens. I remember what Zig Ziglar said a long time ago. If you've never heard him, he's a motivational guy. I really learned a lot from him over the years. You know, when I sold books door to door in the summertime as I was going through school, um, he, he spoke to me in many, many ways uh, in a lot of the truths that he shared. And one of the things that he said was media. He was talking about media and he said, it's not so much what media does to you, even though it does do a lot of things to you if, because you're internalizing this information. It was more about what media kept you from doing. And I want to start on that point as a parent or a grandparent or just someone maybe that watches children. Think about this for a minute. So if, if your child um, is spending anywhere between four to seven hours a day, based on the statistics that I just gave you from those studies back in 2019, if your child is spending four to, to seven hours a day on media, my question to you is how much time are they spending developing their skills? How much time are they spending outside playing sports? How much time are they spending developing friendships, developing their um, just you know talents, gifts, and abilities? And the reality of it is they're not spending a lot of time developing those things. So if we wonder why kids when they turn 15 or 16 or 17 or 18 are number one, afraid of the world, are afraid to step out and try things, don't really know who they are and what they're supposed to do, I believe a lot of that can be, can be really, uh, can be come from them spending all this time on, on media because they haven't had time to develop their gifts and abilities. And by the way, most of the media that they're watching is pacify media. You know, like when you have a baby, you give him a pacifier just to suck on, just to kind of, so he doesn't cry, right? Well, with older kids, teenagers, right, they're watching YouTube videos from gamers or, you know, people going out and, um, like, there's many popular ones, people going out and giving stuff away for free and, you know, all kinds of different things that really are just entertainment media, video games in general. And as a parent, I know you see the results of that, right? You see the results of the tension in your kids' lives growing. You see the results of fights maybe between siblings because they're so used to this, it's all about me culture. So how can we think about this a little bit differently? And by the way, what does God's word, what does the Bible, what does God say about our children? I'm gonna share a few verses. I brought my Bible with me. And over here on Psalms, the book of Psalms, kind of in the middle of the Bible almost, it's in the Old Testament, the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 127, 127, starting in verse three, it says this, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. His joy, his, how joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. Now, listen, I got four children. I got a 13-year-old, an 11-year-old, and twins that are 10 as I'm shooting this, which is spring of 2021. And I can tell you that sometimes 
when I look at my kids, if they're fighting against one another or fighting one another or just ah picking on one another all day, it's like, ah, oh, is this, these are a gift from the Lord? What? <laughs> but they really are, right? And it, it becomes the parent's responsibility to make sure that they slow down the child's brain. There's another verse here that says in Proverbs chapter 22, verse six, it says, direct your children onto the right path and when they are older, they will not leave it. And direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. So this is why I believe it's so crucial when we look at gaming and technology. I'm not saying to throw it all out, but what I am saying is that you have to, as parents, we have to start making some of the tough choices, like no more gaming. My wife and I, as an example, recently made the decision that our kids are not gonna play Fortnite or any first-person shooter game uh, for some time. Now, I don't know that that's going to be forever, uh, but we've decided that we're going to do it for a period of time. And the reason we did that is because we saw the results and, and just the emotions that were brought out from our kids from doing these things. The other thing I think we all know is the desensitizing of our culture. Isn't it interesting, as we see on social media today, some of these teenage kids are more interested if somebody gets hit and they fall on the ground. We've seen all, we've probably all seen videos of someone that got hit. They didn't know they were, you know, they weren't looking for it. They got hit, they fall on the ground. And these teens come around and they're more excited about taking selfie videos by this person that's injured and on the ground than they are actually helping them. That's because of desensitization through gaming and through a lot of the things that they're intaking. It's all about me. Life is about me. And I think we have to understand, as adults we know, life is not all about you. Life is not easy. I remember Zig Ziglar said once that life is challenging. Life is tough. But when you become tough on yourself, life becomes exponentially easier. Well, what does it mean to become tough on ourselves? Well, it means doing the things that we need to do when we need to do them. So that way someday the time will come when we can do the things we want to do when we want to do them. And as a parent, it is our responsibility and a grandparent, it is our responsibility to instruct and teach our children. So important. And my desire is to use this show as a little bit of a wake-up call for you to say who is raising your children? Who is raising your grandchildren? Is it Fortnite? Is it Minecraft? Is it Roblox? Is it, is it YouTube? Gamers on YouTube? Is it Disney Plus? <laughs> you know, do you realize the only thing that Disney cares about with your kids is making more money? Do you realize that? They really, all they care about is making more money off of the video and the things that they're producing. They're not care, they don't care about producing morals and values to your children. Now, I'm not saying anything negative against Disney. I'm not saying that they're a bad company. That's not my desire here in, in doing this. And it could be any other organization. What I'm saying is the gaming and the YouTubing and the and all of the all of the media and video that's available, your children, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 year old child, is not capable because they're a child, of filtering and saying, no, I'm not gonna watch this, and yes, I'll watch this. They're in a place where they can't keep themselves from binge watching or binge gaming. They need help from you, the parent. 
They're not just going to wake up one day and be like, you know what, I've just thinking, I've been thinking about it, mom and dad, and I think I'm gaming too much. I think I need to just stop gaming. Um, it's it's wrecking my life, and uh, I don't think I'm going to do it anymore. How many kids are going to say that? <laughs> Slim to none. That's why you're called a parent. That's why you're called a grandparent to come alongside and help raise the children and train them in things that are right. Now, I know that takes more effort and it's more challenging and it's easier just to come home and sit on the couch yourself and watch SportsCenter or watch a show on Netflix or hang with your friends, guys night out, girls night out, whatever it may be. I know that's easier. I get that. But what I also know is that champions are not made on feather beds. If you want to achieve success in life, if you want to live your purpose, if you want to feel like you're walking through life fulfilled, if you want to give your children the same opportunities and even greater opportunities than you have to really walk out and live out their success, then the only way to do that is to take the road less traveled. And that, when I talk about media, is saying, hey guys, listen, we're going to shut off. We're not watching this. We're not going to watch that. You're not gaming all day. It's not going to happen. You have to step up and do that. Let me give you some practical tips of what we do. So in our family, what we do, our kids go to school. They got to get dressed every morning and all that kind of stuff, get ready for breakfast. So what we do is we allow them. Now, this may not work for you, but this works for us. We allow them to game in the morning, believe it or not, before Uh, They go to school. Why? Because that's an incentive for them to actually get up, get dressed, get their shoes on, get their teeth brushed, get their hair fixed, get all ready to go. And then they have a limited period of time that they get the game in the morning, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, max, something like that. And then they're in a situation where obviously we're eating breakfast and I take them to school every morning and then my wife picks them up. Now, when they come home from school, they're not going to just come home from school and start gaming. They have a required amount of time outside that they have to go play outside. They got to get their homework done. And typically throughout the week, a lot of times there's things happening where they're not gaming. They don't have the opportunity to game. Now, when Saturday comes, that's kind of a free day. They have the ability to game on Saturdays should they want to. Sunday is a no game day for us in our household. Saturday, they can game in the morning. Well, one of the things that I strive to do is take the kids out and do things, whether we go to the golf range or play golf together or we go uh, biking or we go do something creative or fun together outside so they can desire to do those things. So the reality of it is they have time and the ability to game, but it is in a controlled environment. And if they don't have a good attitude, when they have the opportunity to game, they lose the right to do it. Very... Um, important to continue to evaluate that in our lives, but that's what we do. I don't know what works for you, but that's what my wife and I have done. That's going to continue to change along the way. And I think it's important for us as as parents to have the conversation about what are we doing to try and limit the gaming and limit the culture (laughs) leading the mindset of our children. Remember, last thought I'll share, and I'm going to land the plane with this, Your brain, as well as your child's brain, is likened to a farmer's field. You can plant whatever you want to plant in it, and it will reap a harvest from it. If you plant negativity, if you plant challenging things, if you plant aggression through gaming and all of these things, that's what you're going to see come out. If you plant peace 
through the disciplines of just sitting and being still and being to enjoy being able to enjoy the moment that's a learned process then that's the harvest that you'll see come out in your child's life Listen, this is a journey that we're all on together, whether you're watching this on YouTube or whether you're listening to this via podcast or watching this on Facebook. By the way, Facebook and YouTube, you can find us by heading over to the Michael D. Wall page, Michael D. Wall page. Uh, just search Michael Wall Show as well. It's easy. Uh, but, you know, this is a journey that we're all on, and I would love to hear your comments of what you're doing, your feedback, what you are doing uh, to really engage your children that you found has worked well. As always, as you're connecting with friends and family or other folks that you know, maybe there's teachers of schools or administrators of schools or other folks that you know that need to hear this message, other parents and friends that you know, share this with them. Take the link that you're listening to it by via YouTube or podcast or whatever and just share this via text. Share it on LinkedIn. Share it on Facebook. Share it on other platforms that you may be a part of. As we continue to share and have this conversation, this is how, one step at a time, we change the future in our culture. We're not going to wake up one day and just say, hey, all of a sudden the culture's different. All of a sudden everybody cares about everybody. All of a sudden people are doing for others uh, before they do for themselves. That's not going to happen without intentional um, decisions made and actionable steps taken to change the lives that we live and parents being parents like they need to be. As always, my desire and challenge is for you to live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Thanks for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe so you can catch all of the new upcoming shows. Have a blessed one. We'll talk to you soon.